In Jesus' name we pray. Father God, once again we thank you for your presence. Thank you, Lord, for each and every one of us. Thank you, Lord, for your word that you've given to us. As we pray, let every word be received by each and every one of us the way that you want us to be. Hide me behind your cross. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Once again, it's my privilege to stand before you and to share God's word. Actually, it was so surprising and how it has happened to me in this day. And uh, actually, I, was pre I prepared the message, something which is not as I'm starting today. The message I prepared for before yesterday was one thing that is from 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 5. Fulfill the ministry which you are called for. So how to fulfill that ministry? I was meditating and preparing that. But all of a sudden, yesterday when I was praying in the morning, God put me and changed me into this message, what God uh, inspired it. I know, <clears throat> as I was praying, this message is for somebody, and definitely personally, to you. So be attentive. Why, how God made, or God can change anything at any time. And uh, it is also to me, and it is also to each and every one of us. And uh, today, a message I titled, Overcoming Discouragements. Overcoming Discouragements. Last year, I shared uh, something, how to overcome depressions. You may be wondering, how come all these things can be preached? Is it possible? Yes, it is possible. It is most necessary. And God wants us to know and to be aware of. So what is discouragement? Discouragement is one of the most weapons used by Satan, the enemy. One of the when I thought of one of the weapons, what about the other weapons? What are the weapons? We should be aware of. What are the weapons of enemy? Appetites of the flesh. That is lust of the flesh. And bitterness. Unforgiveness. Condemnations. Doubts. Deceptions. Delays. And distractions. Disappointments. Depressions, fear, greed, pride, rebellion or stubbornness, of course, discouragements. The list may go. It may extend it. But today our topic is about discouragements. Why, how these discouragements comes and how we are to overcome it. Because the Bible also repeatedly says this. And we should not be discouraged. In Deuteronomy 121, the Lord says, Look, the Lord your God has set the land before you. Go up and possess it 
as the Lord God of your fathers has spoken to you, do not fear or be discouraged. To Joshua directly, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Christ was never discouraged in his life. Isaiah 42, 4 says, he will, he will not fail nor be discouraged till he has established justice in the earth and the coastland shall wait for his law. So we also must not be discouraged. That's what Hebrew 12, 3 says. What it says, for consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. Discouragements are equal to deprive of confidence or hope or spirit to discourage. The devil discourages us by his lies. He is the father of lies. And he lies or his lies are mostly of truth. That is, one side of the truth. It may be true, but it is not the truth. It looks like the truth. Genesis 3, 5, we know. For God knows that in the day, he was saying uh, to uh, Adam, um, Eve, you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing God and evil. He is a deceiver. So there are some discouragement, let us see today, about four of them I have chosen. One, number one is, holy life is too difficult to live. Most of us we know, we know we are all called to be his children, believers. Why? How? We accepted Christ in our life. We wanted to, we are expected to live like Jesus Christ. Of course, the promise and commandment is there. As I am holy, be holy. Our God is the holy God, as all of us know. Only in that we differ from all the religion of the world. No religion used to claim that our, their God is the holy God. But we, and our God says, I am holy and be holy. That is the commandments. And we should follow, we should live as he is. Because that is only by that we will say to this world, our God is holy because of our holy living. But it is not easy. It is not easy, we know. There will be discouragements in our lives. There are trials, there are troubles. And in Paul's life, one of the things what we know is, if you opened your Bible to Acts chapter 14, 21 to 23, just I read it for you. And when they, Paul was saying, when they had preached the gospel to that city and made many disciples, they turned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch, strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to continue in the faith and saying, we must through many tribulations enter the kingdom of God. 
So when they had appointed elders in every church and prayed with the fasting, they commanded them to the Lord to whom they are believers. Whom we believe is able. Second, he was writing to Timothy, another chapter and another scripture, 112. For this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. That's what Paul says. As we are called and the promise is given and the, as a precept, the harvest is plentiful, the labor is of you, and as we are in the way of moving forward in this year, as I said in the beginning, it is so soon as simply one month has passed. But it is, as I thought of, there is a long way for us to walk. And we carry the word. And we ask to move forward. As we are keep on hearing this, even today the seed is given to us. How we are going to sow, and where we are going to sow, and how we are going to reap the harvest. And it is not easy if it is that so. But there are, there are, there will be discouragements. But we should prepare for that. Then 1 Corinthians 10.13 says, No temptation has overtaken you except such as in common to men. But God is faithful. God is faithful. Say to your neighbor, God is faithful. Who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with a temptation which also make the way for escape that you may be able to bear it. Then, sifting like a wheat. So, reputation and severity, but other than the other side. What is this? It is, I am telling about, even for Peter, Jesus said, Luke 22, verse 31 to 32. On his days, he said, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as a wheat. Verse 32, But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. So it was known to our Lord it is already planned. And what is expected? So discouragement will come. Face it. God is faithful. Encourage one another. Be encouraged. The word is with you. Carry on. Be strengthened. Prayer is most important. Even now, God is praying. Even the Lord Jesus Christ, as he is seated on the right of saint of the Father, he is interceding on our behalf. More than that, even the Spirit of God is in us. And also, Jesus Christ is an advocate for us. First John chapter 2, verse 1. My little children, these things I write to you, so that you, you may not sin, and if anyone sins, 
we have an advocate with the father jesus christ he is a righteous so we have an advocate and why all this the scriptures as god has given for us to be encouraged it is possible to live a holy life which is demanded by god our god is only love all of us we accept it god is love god is good true at the same time our god is the holy god he demands holiness from every one of us we even though it is difficult but god can help us there are that is why the comforter was sent and also the intercessor is there and as an advocate he is there seated at the right hand of the father and uh, taking care of us watching over us so that we will not fall into temptation we will not be discouraged in this world as assignment and the uh, is given to every one of us secondly in their god's ways are too mysterious or strange to understand for some people it is difficult to know what god wants me to do what is god's way what is god wants to teach and i am going through all this thing whether it is uh, it is in your personal life or in your spiritual life or in concerning the ministry and you may be concerned about knowing not knowing about what is god's way why god wants it how what god wants it in me so the question is answered in isaiah 43 14 13 and 14 who has directed the spirit of the lord or as his counselor as taught him verse 14 with whom did he take counsel and who instructed him and taught him in the path of justice who taught him knowledge and showed him the way of understanding the answer is given in first corinthian chapter 2 verse 16 for who has known the mind of the lord that he may instruct him but we have the mind of christ god has given us the mind of christ and it is god's desire every one of his children to be like his son jesus christ that is why the mind of christ is given to each and every one who accepted him as the lord and savior of their life so we know we should know the directions we should know the mind of christ because that is already it is there what god wants me to know so it is possible the scripture because the scripture says that confirms it you should be knowing if you are not knowing if you are confused if you are and uh, there is something wrong in that what is that you do not know the scripture that's it the guideline is there it is in your hand it is not in somebody's hands and if we do not have only one bible we have different versions we don't read that's why we do not know Job 14:7 to 9 if we go through it Can you search out the deep things of God Can you find out the limits the almighty They are higher than heaven what can you do 
deeper than soul what can you know their measure is longer than the earth and broader than the sea one of his uh, job's friend was saying but what was the answer first corinthians chapter 2 9 and 10 but it is written i as not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of men the things which god has prepared for those who love him we have not heard nor yet seen but god knows that but god has revealed them to us through his spirit verse 10 second first corinthians chapter 2 verse 10 God has revealed them to us through his spirit for the spirit searches all things yes the deep things of God if we have the spirit of God in us he will search and he will remind when we have that's what the scripture says when we have the word in us the spirit of God reminds us from that word if there is no word in us is not it is not possible we should have the word in us then the spirit of god will work in our life he will remind you from the word which is already recorded in you so the spirit will help us deuteronomy 29 29 most of the people may ask a different questions so that says the sacred things belongs to the lord our god but those things which are revealed belongs to us and to our children forever that we may do all the words of this law so it goes on let me stop is here but i have to go for some other things because of the time only one thing job um 23 few verses 1 2 3 if you go through it where is god when it hurts he was saying and he says but he knows the way that he was telling that a forward backward friend and he was saying where is it but he knows the way that was the was 10 but he knows the way that i take when he has tested me i shall come forth as gold that's what he says from his experience whatever the situation though he is the one who has gone very deep into depression or decrease he was the, he is the only person from the the from our word of god we know but he says in every situation he is there he knows it he knows it so dear children of god whatever the situation or circumstance you are facing it in your life even to know what is god as in this or what is god is going to do or what he is way what he wants to do in this if you are having that kind of situation god knows it what are you what is your need where are you what you are doing each and every situation is known to our god if he has known that is only to glorify him we know many examples even abraham even he was called to go 
He has just simply has gone, he has uh, left everything, he has uh, followed the instruction, he has left. And also, Thomas who was called and he came and he has ministered. Even since that time, why I say this, since that time to till today, the things are going well and uh, it is God is the one who guides. And when he was knowing, Thomas was asking to Jesus, uh, what is the way to follow? He said, I am the way. I am the way. We'll move on to three. Uh, the discouragement. The work spots are too corrupt to remain sincere. How come it is possible to be faithful or as a, a Christian to be in a working place? Why? There are partiality, there are favorism, there are uh, recognition, like uh, different uh, things going on in a working place. How come it is possible? It is so difficult to be faithful, to be honest, to be truthful, to manage, whatever it is. First Peter, chapter 2, 11 to 20, when you read it, let us open our Bible. First Peter, chapter 2. Eleven to twenty, I will read. Uh, <clears throat> Beloved, I beg you, as uh, sojourners and uh, pilgrims, abstain from false lust and war against soul. Verse two. Twelve, having your contact honor, uh, sorry, honorable among the Gentiles, that. When they speak against you as evildoers, they may, by your good works, which they observe, glorify God in the day of visitation. Therefore, submit yourselves to every ordinance of man of the Lord's sake, whether to the king as supreme or to governors as those who are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good, you may put to silence the ignorance of the foolish men, as free, yet not using liberty as a clock for voice, but as a bond servants of God, honor all people, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. We are commanded to do so. Whatever the situation, however you are humiliated or uh, situation you have gone through, you are expected to pray for them, whoever they are. And that's what the instruction, that's why he was saying, I beg you, so the same thing is to us. So if you are in that situation, you are expected to do so. And the, another example we can see, turn to Psalm 37 about the psalmist. 
7 to 11. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in the way because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret it only causes harm. For evildoers shall be cut off. But those who wait on the Lord, they that inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall no more be no more. Indeed, you will look carefully for his place, but it shall be no more. Verse 11. The meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. Yet he passed away, and behold, he was no more. Indeed, I shot him, but he could not be found. Verse 36. 37 says, Mock the blameless man, and observe the upright, for the future of that man is peace. What do we learn from here? There are people in a working place. And you may think that he is not a believer, he is unbeliever, he is doing this much, this and that, and he is an utter sinner, as I know very well. And, uh, but he is well. He is going well, he is doing well, having everything, he has no problem. Why I have to suffer these things? Why I have to go through? I am faithful. I am honest. I am truthful. I am a believer. I am regular in everything. You may add many things along with, uh, about you. Looking at those people. But what the Bible says. What he says. That is all for time. 11 says. Meek shall inherit the earth. And you. If you are a meek. And delight themselves in the abundance of peace. You should have peace. Always I used to say that is a sign of a Christian. Is that is the only way. Christian or a believer should live in peace at all times. Whatever the situation. The wicked will have no peace. That's what the Bible says. So if you are a Christian, hold on the peace. Because that promise is given to us. Directly from our Lord Jesus Christ. Just think about Joseph. Even from the pit to the palace, God was with him. I like that statement. God was with Joseph. Whether he was there in the pit, or whether he was sold to the Midianites, or he was bought by the Fotibas, and even in this house it is said God was with him. And he, and he was lifted to the palace. God was with him. Whatever he has gone through, and he overcame temptation. He overcame. What about Daniel in the Old Testament? He was forced to for idolatry. But he stood firm. Overcome. Glorify the name of the Lord. So if you are there in any place, any situation, God expects us to be like a Joseph and like a Daniels. If you say, you believe it, you say amen to that. That means, God, see, it's not possible with our own strength. By God's grace, by his strength, it is possible. 
only thing is you have to depend on him recognize understand accept believe and just simply follow it is everything will follow you and four finally we come to our message in the sense with our terms world evangelism is too big to me to accomplish so as we are challenging the words is given to us as a time of harvest and uh, how come it is when we hear the news and uh, every media everywhere there are problems very special in india and uh, of course it is there in every places how come it is possible in this situation is it really possible to go forth and share the word and sow the seed yes it is possible that is something for us to encourage it is not this statistics is uh, taken from one of the uh, famous or uh, biggest uh, uh, mission organization of india after over 2000 years there are still 50% of indians not evangelized of 219 languages in india with at least 10000 speakers the complete bible is available in 74 languages and the new testament uh, in 75 languages but the in the city of bombay alone produces 400 films per year that is more than one per day that is how the the the, the world is going on but even though the devil discourages us from getting involved in the active evangelism there but the christianity is fastest growing religion in the world 6.9% growth christians 2.7% muslims 2.2% hindus buddhists 1.7% and in 1960s there were only four believers for 100 people in 70s 1970 five believers for 100 persons in the world 1980 it was six believers to 100 pe- persons in the world 1990 it was nine for 100 2000 there were only 12 believers for 100 persons in the world but today one out of seven persons in the as a christian in the world and first corinthians chapter 16 verse 9 paul says for a great and effective door has opened to me and there are many adversaries many enemies the day of opposition is the day of opportunity so the as per the statistics and also the paul says the great door is open the more they persecute the more the evangelism is spreading still people are working effectively because that is shows the true love for christ god has given us and that's why god expects us to go and serve him so battling is there but the building work will go on jesus said in matthew 16:18 and i also say to you that you are peter and 
and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. So the gospel will be preached to all the nations. Chapter 24, verse 14 says, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as the witness to all nations, and then the end will come. Whether they are accepting or what I mean, want to, what I mean it, whether the people accepted become Christians or not, what the scripture says, the gospel has to be preached yet to the entire world. But still, still 50% of the world is not reached. And we are expected to go forth and share. And the encouraging word, Hebrew 2.14 says, For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the water covers the sea. Amen? So dear children of God, Isaiah 54 verse 17 says, No weapon forms against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and all the righteousness is from me. Who says? Says the Lord. The, the devil is, devil's most powerful weapon is discouragement as we know. I gave a list of weapons of devil. Have any one of you thought of what are our weapons? I gave a big list about the weapons of devil. What is our weapons? Ephesians 6.16. You can just go through it and see. What are the weapons God has given? Or even 13 to 18, if you can. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God. Gird your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Shoot your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Taking a shield of faith, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with a prayer and the supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end of all the perseverance and supplications. I just, I read it to the glance. And here, as, I, as we have heard about four things, holy, what we understand from there, holy life is possible with God's help. God reveals to us whatever the necessary is. And we are the salt in the corrupt society. God wants us to be a living witnesses. People should know by us, by us, we are his children. Through us, we should know he is our God. He is our God. I like the statement of what Moses was when he stood before the Red Sea. And stand still, he said, but what the promise was, so that he will go through the Red Sea and ultimately the result is not for the Israelites to know who is our God. The enemy, Egyptian, will know who is our God. 
that's most important in your life when you are you are called for the victorious christian how we are going to victory through your victory people the world will know he is our god that is the first thing that honor him glory god allowed it to you he expects you to glorify him if he is not allowed there is no chance for him so it is only for the chosen people called the people those whom he loves he allowed these things so that you will be glorifying god 1 john 5:4 he says whatever is born of god overcomes the world and this is the victory that has overcome the world our faith who are the overcomers so i mean as i say that we are victorious christians see we wanted to vict- we want the victory we don't want to face the battle how come it is possible we want the victory how come and we have to face the uh, we have to go with the uh, uh, face the battle where is the battle there is no such a place which is prepared for us to go and have the battle there where is the battle where is the battle which is the battlefield it is within you what the bible says galatians 5:17 for the flesh lust against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish it is within us always there is a conflict between our spirit and flesh which is dominating your life as a believer still you are commit or doing any other sin without you without you knowing or knowingly it is because your flesh is dominating you there is no spirit leading the spirit is not overcoming and your spirit is weak first of all the question is you have the spirit the god spirit is in you if the god spirit is in you and if it is matured definitely and easily you can overcome you are the overcomers if not there is a problem in your spirit what kind of spirit do you have Roman 8:31 says What then shall I say these things if God is for us who can be against us Is God is with you This promise everybody holds it If God is for us who can be against us Very true appreciate you for knowing the scripture God is with you God is with you another question are you with god are you with god oh for it praise god for that and that you should mean that what you say in the sense god is with us and we should we confidently say that i am with god always god knows my going and my coming God knows my words and my deeds and how it is possible it is only by having regular intimate relationship 
fellowship with god it is possible if not only with your knowledge you cannot say that you are with god no your personal intimate relationship give you the confidence i am with god as god is with me if it is there definitely it is possible for you to overcome everything every situation every discouragements in your life no discouragements at all you can overcome it so how to overcome your discouragements discouragements comes no one is exempted everywhere every corner every time it will come you cannot predict it but you you should not be become victim when you become when you face that uh, discouragements you always should have the weapon as we read in the list of weapons in the spiritual weapons the most one of the thing is yes it is true what we have and uh, the faith is a shield of faith the word the word the all the weapons are defensive only the sword is offensive that is the one thing you should prepare that's true that is possible with and you have to pray the word says 18 praying always all prayers sometimes we may have all the equipments weapons are i am fully built but you cannot sleep if you sleep finish be watchful pray unwatchful otherwise you will be defeated so now you know how to have a victory how to be a victorious christian how to overcome discouragements in your life faith prayer and knowing the word of god is important so the word with the word you can offend your enemy attack your enemy whatever the form he comes whether in your home or in a working place or elsewhere discouragements may be there very specially when you come for serving the lord as i said in the last don't be discouraged looking at hearing about the world the present world what is happening around the world all these things will happen it is the fulfillment of this the scripture that's it just thanking god for the day is nearing and the day is these are all the sins and the signs which confirms the fulfillment of the scripture but at the same time these things will remind us be prepared the days are nearing the days are nearing means we should prepare ourselves keep ready be ready all the time how do we ready but uh, keep on wearing all the weapons or the defensive weapons and offensive weapons and also always we should be prepared in the sense if you are praying more uh, uh, this time and uh, so far 20 minutes you increase it if you are 30 minutes increase it try to have the fellowship be vigilant watchful be ready and all in every situation god is always with us as we are with him god will continue to guide us and lead us and it is possible for once again 
as a reminder it is possible for us to live a holy life as god wants us to be it is possible to know the ways and the plans of god in our life concerning ourselves when god speaks of course we know that he will reveal himself his purposes his ways concerning himself as well as concerning us that also we know and also in the working place whatever the way you are humiliated or deprived be strong in the lord and faithful to god and god will give you the grace to overcome every situation even the people will be changed and you you will have peace in every situation finally about the ministry be prepared because as we started this day and the, the word the seed is given in our hand we are called and chosen to go and sow the seed every seed seed should multiply in 60 and under folds amen let's close our eyes and it's a time for us to come to the lord in lord's table the lord's table is prepared for us one more thing before that i want to sing bitterness unforgiveness is a weapon of the enemy if you have that weapon in you by chance bitterness or if you are an unforgiven spirit in you that means you are having a enemy's weapon in your hand which is dangerous for you that is equal to putting a self goal that means you are giving victory without your knowing by mistake to your opposite team that means we should be very careful now when we come to communion remember if you have any bitterness in you close your eyes examine yourself if you have any bitterness or if you have any of the weapons of the enemy search your hearts if you do so first of all for your sake secondly for other sake surrender it to the lord god is in your midst throw it away say sorry for it confess it before him as god for his grace and his strength father we thank you once again for this time with this with the day and the time that you given to us thank you for the word and also now as you are preparing ourselves before your table we thank you for the table which you prepared the bread and the wine oh father bless it and sanctify it as you are going to take part in this as your children it is a privilege for us and also lord uh, it is uh, uh, really it is a celebration that uh, you gave your life for us in our place lord it the life what we have 
now is given by you so we thank you for the privilege of remembering the lord's supper once again oh father lord we commit each and every one of us before you take charge over us the rest of the time in jesus precious name we pray quickly i read the scripture of this day that is uh, first corinthians chapter 16 verse 23 onwards as i am reading please pay attention to this and keep yourselves over there personalize the scripture for i have received from the lord that which i also delivered to you that the lord jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said take eat this is my body which is broken for you do this in remembrance of me in the same manner he also took the cup after supper saying this cup is a new covenant in my blood this do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me for as often as you eat the this bread and drink this cup you proclaim the lord's death till he comes therefore whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the lord but let a man examine himself and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup for he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself not discerning the lord's body for this reason many are weak and sick among you and many are asleep for if we would judge ourselves we would not be judged but when we are judged we are chastened by the lord that we may not be condemned with the world once again it's a reminder what do we know from here very shortly if i uh, uh, make it communion this is called a communion it is called a uh, it is a breaking of bread why we do this number one is it is a memorial what we memor- uh, what is the memorial here it is for us to uh, remember the body and the blood so this bread represents the body of christ and this wine represents the blood of jesus christ and it is of a new covenant so blood and the uh, wine and also it is this and it was done on our behalf for each and every one of us who accepted the lord jesus christ as the lord and savior and also secondly it is called it is uh, uh, commanded for us for a proclamation what we proclaim we proclaim first of all our faith and the death of our lord jesus christ and our remembering our sins and we also proclaim that the lord is going to come and uh, we have to see about the past and also the future the friend what was the past about our life 
and the uh, where we were and what we are where we are led to so this is the proclamation jesus died and he is going to come and thirdly and it is a communion in the sense we commune with the blood of christ and also with every one of us the fellowship and sharing the with the body and it is as often as possible we should have it and uh, when we come together we are not only coming together among us physically and it represents that means we are agreeing in everything and accepting that god has forgiven us and we are all children of one god and one father and one salvation one faith and one love we are all one and we are all together with our lord jesus christ having this communion really it is a celebration and it is a privilege we have to thank god for that so now the ushers will help you those of you accepted jesus christ as the lord and savior and obey the lord in two waters of baptism you are most welcome to take part in this those who are not please better to stay back or even if you are a believer and you are convicted that you are not eligible for this day by yourself for any other reason better stay back in that way you are honoring god and you are helping the church to be healthy thank you first kings 19 When you start reading from the beginning you saw prophet Elijah he ran away and got to a point of discouragement i said god please kill me i don't want to go ahead he was so discouraged to the point that he was ready to die But instead for God to be angry with him God brought a mysterious food to him He took the first meal and in verse 7 First Kings 19:7 And the angel of the Lord came back the second time and touched him and said arise and eat because the journey is too far for you i don't know how far your journey is your goals your aspirations what you are trusting god to do for you this year how big is that project how overwhelming is that situation upon you Well, you have taken a meal this afternoon. Now I like you to believe God for strength. Never to be discouraged. But to move ahead. Look at what happened to Elijah. In verse 8, so he arose and ate and drank and he went in that strength. Somebody say I am going in this strength. Say so I am going in this strength. 
of that food, 40 days and 40 nights, as far as Oreb, the mountain of God. He went in that strength, fasting and praying, 40 days climbing mountain. I don't know if you see that picture, but I want you to express yourself unto God. God, by this meal I've taken, I receive strength to accomplish my goal in life. I receive strength to serve you faithfully. As your servant said, faithfulness is required of me in my assignment, in my service unto you, in preaching the gospel, in fighting the good fight of faith. I receive strength never to be weak. I receive strength never to be discouraged. I receive strength never to give up on you. I receive strength to accomplish every goal you have proposed for my life. I receive strength to move to my next level. I receive strength to be made whole. You have sickness in your body. Why don't you draw that strength from God? The Lord, I receive strength to live a life without sickness. Jesus was without sickness. I have taken the blood and the flesh of Jesus. Jesus, I receive your strength today. I receive strength to walk this race without giving up. I receive strength to be a great vessel, a vessel of honor in your hand. I receive strength to march on in this race and never to be weak in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I see the strength of heaven being more than sufficiently released unto you in the name of Jesus. The Lord that kept you in January and he made you to overcome that month. The month of February, you shall go through it triumphantly in the name of Jesus. This month, everything you lay your hands on, I prophesy in the name of Jesus, shall prosper in the name of Jesus. Whatever enemy pursue you, from now onward, your enemy will flee forever in the name of Jesus. You have a goal that you are pursuing. The strength to achieve that goal. There are students here, they have taken that meal. The strength to succeed in that exam. There are people trusting God for a job. Trusting God for a breakthrough. The strength to accomplish that goal. Receive now in the name of Jesus. You have sickness in your body. Jesus was never sick. Therefore, by that the table you have taken this afternoon... I command be made whole in the name of Jesus. You are still struggling with sin. And you are saying, where will I overcome this weakness? The Bible says, in our weakness is his strength made perfect. Receive the strength of Jesus to overcome that weakness now in the name of Jesus. And you are here, you are not born again at all. You need the Holy Spirit to convict you of your sin so that you can run to the cross 
I decree from now onward, your desire shall be to serve the Lord, to surrender your life to him in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Nothing will fail in your hand this week in the name of Jesus. As you go, the favor of God will go with you in the name of Jesus. The favor that was on Esther that made her to receive uncommon favor where others were supposed to be killed. I decree that order of favor that will single you out for uncommon breakthrough rest upon you this week in the name of Jesus. When you come back next week, you are coming with testimonies in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you all the glory. Lift your heart and bless the Lord. Just bless him. Just give him praise for what he has done. Lord, we bless you. We worship you. We appreciate you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Before we share the graves, let me just share with us. Probably this is the largest group that I'll be sharing the greetings that we'll be saying this year. We have been commissioned to go and preach. And from our scripture, Luke 10-2, Isaiah 30 our greatest is going to be a commitment to preach. When I say, let me get, let me remind you, remember now. <laughs> Our bountiful harvest is sure. Then your response will be, as we commit to tirelessly labor for soul. Can we say it? Our bountiful harvest is sure. As we commit to tirelessly labor for soul. How many people you truly you are going to tirelessly labor for soul this year? Let Jesus seize you and he will give you the grace. In the name of Jesus. Let's say the grace once you go. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. And the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us. All the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Our bountiful harvest is sure as we commit to tirelessly labor for soul. God will help us in Jesus' name.